Hello and welcome to the 2022 February Fellows Choice podcast, where we will outline the highlights of the current issue of the International Journal of Gynecological Cancer. I'm Florian Joshim from Strasbourg University Hospital and Curie Institute. And I'm Natalie Medley from the University Hospital of the West Indies, Dominica. Shekhan and Al from Clinica Universidad de Navarra in Spain presents Sucrocon study Potential Protective Effect of Conization Before Radical Hysterectomy, a sub-analysis of sucker trial. Recent studies have found that cervical conization may be a significant independent predictor of the risk of relapse. The main objective of this study was to establish the potential impact of conization before radical hysterectomy on disease-free survival in patients with early cervical cancer. A weighted cohort of 374 patients was obtained from the sucker database after propositive score matching. A 65% reduction in the risk of relapse was observed for patients who had cervical conization prior to radical hysterectomy. Moreover, patients who underwent minimally invasive surgery without prior conization had a 5.63 times higher chance of relapse compared to those who had an open approach and previous conization. Patients who underwent minimally invasive surgery with prior conization and those who underwent open surgery without prior conization showed no differences in relapse rates compared to those who underwent open surgery with prior con biopsy. Authors conclude that cervical conization before radical hysterectomy was associated with improved disease-free survival and overall survival in patients with 1B1 cervical cancer. Bon et al. from Oregon Health and Sciences University in the USA present Does Obesity Influence the Preferred Treatment Approach for Early Stage Cervical Cancer? A Cost-Effectiveness Analysis a Markov model using a tree-age pro software with probabilities derived from existing studies was used to determine the outcomes and cost-effectiveness of treatment strategies for stage 1A1 to 1B cervical cancer. A theoretical cohort of 6,000 women was used. The outcomes were analyzed for open abdominal radical hysterectomy, minimally invasive radical hysterectomy, or primary chemoradiation therapy and three body mass index ranges, 30, 30 to 39.9, and 40 or more. There were more complications with open abdominal radical hysterectomy than minimal invasive radical hysterectomy at each body mass index level. And when the body mass index was 40 or more, more wound infections occurred in the open abdominal radical hysterectomy group than the minimal invasive radical hysterectomy group. They concluded that when body mass index is more than 40, abdominal radical hysterectomy is a cost-saving measure compared with the minimally invasive approach, and that primary chemoradiotherapy is cost-effective compared with abdominal radical hysterectomy. Primary chemoradiotherapy may, therefore, be the optimal management strategy for higher body mass indices. 
Find Brandon Hall from Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in USA presents Ovarian cancer recurrence detection may not require in-person physical examination, an MSCAR team ovary study. The aim of the study was to assess the role of in-person physical examination for the detection of ovarian cancer recurrence among patients enrolled in a routine surveillance program. This was a retrospective study of patients initially seen from January 2015 to December 2017 who experienced ovarian cancer recurrence during first clinical remission. Among 147 patients who met the inclusion criteria, there were no recurrences detected by physical examination alone. 31% of patients had recurrence first detected by tumor marker, 55% by radiographic scan, 12% by presentation of new symptoms, and 2% by biopsies taken during non-oncologic surgery. The conclusion of this study was that in-person physical examination was not a primary means of detection for ovarian cancer recurrence for any patient. Substituting in-person visits for virtual visits that includes patient-reported symptoms alongside a regular surveillance protocol may be a suitable approach for the detection of ovarian cancer recurrence while also reducing patient inconvenience and risk to health. Serda et al. from Cedar Cyanide Medical Center in the USA present Evaluation of Patterns of Progression on PARP Inhibitor Maintenance in Ovarian Cancer, a cross-sectional study. The aim of this study was to investigate the proportion of patients on PARP inhibitor maintenance who develop limited sites of disease, the location of progression, and their natural history. This study included 58 patients that had undergone PARP inhibitor maintenance. With a median follow-up of 48 months, 32 patients had a recurrence on maintenance alaparib. 11 of these patients, 34%, developed oligoprogression, that is less than three sites involved. The most common sites of oligoprogression were pelvic, paraerotic nodal, peritoneal, and liver, accounting for 27% of each of these sites. There were no significant differences in overall survival or progression-free survival between patients with and without oligoprogression. The conclusion of this study is that one-third of patients on PARP inhibitor maintenance experience oligoprogression and may benefit from local consolidation therapy. Nazidis and Hall from the University of Pennsylvania in USA presents fertility sparing surgery for patients with stage 1C2 or 1C3 epithelial ovarian carcinoma any evidence of safety. The aim of the study was to investigate the oncologic outcomes of fertility sparing surgery for patients with stage 1C2 or 1C3 epithelial ovarian carcinoma. Authors assessed the National Cancer Database and identified 235 patients inferior or equal than 45 years who met the inclusion criteria. Rate of fertility sparing surgery was 44.7%. Five-year overall survival rates were comparable between the radical and fertility sparing surgery groups. 
85% and 90.2% respectively. While fertility sparing surgery was not associated with worse overall survival after controlling for co-founders. In addition, authors will perform a systematic review and identify 151 patients reported in the literature. Cumulative relapse was 19.3% while median time to recurrences was 19 months. Based on available data, 42% of patients experience a novarian-only relapse. Data suggests that fertility sparing surgery could be considered for carefully selected patients. Meixner et al. from the Heidelberg University Hospital Germany present Stereotactic Radiosurgery for Brain Metastases from Pelvic Gynecological Malignancies Oncologic Outcomes, Validation of Prognostic Scores, and Dosimetric Evaluation. This was a retrospective study which looked at 52 patients treated with radiotherapy for brain metastases between 2008 and 2021. 31 patients were treated with stereotactic radiosurgery and 21 patients received whole brain radiotherapy. Overall survival rates post-radiosurgery were significantly higher than post-whole brain radiotherapy. Five local failures, 6.7%, were detected. Univariate factors for predicting superior overall survival were high performance status and application of three prognostic scores, especially the recursive partitioning analysis score. Radionecrosis was diagnosed in five women, 16%, and long-term neurotoxicity was significantly worse after whole brain radiotherapy compared with radiosurgery. Conclusions are that stereotactic radiosurgery achieved high local control with significantly less long-term neurotoxicity. Prognostic assessments and performance scores were highly reliable for prediction of overall survival. Paulson and Al from Oslo University Hospital in Norway presents Early referral to palliative teams improves end-of-life care among gynecological cancer patients, a retrospective epidemiologic population-based study. All women with residents in Oslo who died of gynecological cancer between January 2015 and December 2017 were identified. 163 patients were identified, 100 with ovarian cancer, 40 with uterine cancer, 21 with cervical cancer, and 2 patients with vulva cancer. 33% of patients died in a palliative care unit, 21% in nursing homes without palliative care, and 29% in hospitals. Only 9% died at home. 15% of the patients received chemotherapy in the last 30 days before death, especially ovarian cancer patients. 61% were referred to a palliative team prior to death. Referral to a palliative team was associated with a significantly reduced risk of ICU admission and higher likelihood of a structured end-of-life discussion. The conclusion of the study is that end-of-life care in patients with gynecological cancer suffers from underuse of palliative care. 
early palliative care referral in the disease territory may be an important step towards improved end-of-life care. Boo et al. from Christ Church Hospital in New Zealand present Use of direct oral anticoagulants for post-operative venous thromboembolism prophylaxis after surgery for gynecology malignancies. This review looks at the existing literature on direct oral anticoagulation for venous thromboembolism prophylaxis. Results included one randomized clinical trial by Gunter Pali et al. in 2020 comparing apixaban 2.5 mg orally twice daily versus enoxaparin 40 mg subcutaneously daily. There were 500 participants and there was no difference seen in venous thromboembolism in both groups. The incidence of bleeding was also similar. A retrospective study by Swarup et al. in 2021 with 315 participants compared rivaroxaban 10 mg daily to enoxaparin 40 mg daily. They found no difference in venous thromboembolism in both groups and there was no difference in the incidence of bleeding. The third is an ongoing clinical trial by Rama Cioti et al. with an estimated sample size of 440 participants comparing rivaroxaban 10 mg daily versus enoxaparin 40 mg subcutaneously. Sarah and Al from General University Hospital of Catalonia, Spain presents Shota and all technique for a new discussion. Radical hysterectomy is a gold standard to treat early-stage cervical cancer. Recent published studies, such as the LAC trial, have shown that minimally invasive surgery might have lower cervical weights than classic open surgery. But the classical vaginal approach to avoid the use of uterine manipulator was not used in this trial. This approach was initially described was surcharged in 1893 and further developed by Cutter in 1902. There are three variations of the Shota approach Shotam Reich, Shota Stuckel, and finally Celia Shota or laparoscopically assisted radical vaginal hysterectomy, recently described by Tony and Al and demonstrating high disease free survival and overall survival in a retrospective cohort of patients with early-stage cervical cancer. This video shows the performance of a modification of the technique combining the full cutter operation with endoscopic lymphadectomy published in 1995 by Dajan and Hal. Lopez et al. from Sao Camilo Oncologia Hospital in Brazil present proper prehabilitation plus enhanced recovery after surgery versus enhanced recovery after surgery in gynecologic oncology, a randomized clinical trial. The main objective of this study is to evaluate the impact of a prehabilitation program on post-operative recovery time for patients who will undergo gynecological surgery. It is a prospective interventionist and randomized control trial in a one-to-one -one ratio, open to multidisciplinary team and patients, but blinded to surgeons and anesthesiologists. The control group will undergo enhanced recovery standard preoperative care, while the intervention group will have enhanced recovery standard preoperative care plus prehabilitation. Patients will be eligible if scheduled to undergo gynecologic surgery performed by laparotomy 
with a preoperative schedule that allows prehabilitation intervention for two to three weeks. The primary endpoint is to compare time between surgery and the day the patient is ready for discharge. Readiness for discharge will be defined as the ability to take care of oneself, to walk alone, and to ingest at least 75% of daily recommended caloric intake. The estimated sample size is 194 patients, and a crawl should be completed by 2023 to 2024.